You ready for Freddy? That's a fucking bong hit. Here in the South, yeah, and you know that kids don't play. Put it down in the street, will I see another day to fire? Make it back this time, got the whole of his mind to think. God, that I made it alone. Here in the South, yeah, and you know that kids don't play. Put it down in the street, will I see another day to fire? Make it back this time, got the whole of his mind to think. God, that I made it alone. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. This is Freddie, and we are back! You're listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast, and I am your host with the most fat sales. But COVID did not get me because I ring bells. Oh, bars! What bells am I ringing? Uh, I don't know. What the hells? Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, This is just an intro portion. I'm doing an intro for this episode. I recorded in in the green room of LA Comedy Club with comedian, magician, James Michael. He's one of our resident... Uh, shows out here at the club. He does a six o'clock show and he's been doing it for, uh, I want to say five or six years now. And his show is a mix of comedy, stand-up comedy and, and magic and a lot of crowd interactions. So if you're ever in Vegas, definitely check him out. Um, it was a really cool conversation just on the fly. And those are some of my favorite I've told you before just on location type of podcast you hear the ambiance in the back and i think that's what it is right ambiance and and then uh the headliner of the eight o'clock show popped in andrew slater who's the host of the calvary uh i kept saying calvary but it's a calvary no calvary calvary god damn it let me see what it is yeah, it's Calvary. Calvary. Let's see. Cavalry. Cavalry. See, I'm learning. As I do this podcast, I'm over here learning with you guys. This is how you pronounce it. Cavalry. Yeah. Anyways, that's the name of the podcast with Andrew Slater and his co-host is Johnny Beaner. And he is a very funny comic as well. So check out that podcast. It's pretty much them. Uh, they don't live in the same city. So they do it uh remotely um you know through zoom or whichever application they use and it sounds great the audio is great they have guests on there sometimes and what they do is they bring topics like for example i had bad service at a restaurant and then you know you bring in the cavalry because you want you want to see cavalry you cavalry you keep thinking of cavalry like cavalry chapel anyway you know what i mean you know, the guys that would show up with horseback and back you up. That's what the whole theme is. To get your friends to back you up on a, top, on a topic, you know, uh, and have a great discussion about it. I've been listening to the podcast. You can find it on YouTube. It's a really cool podcast. If you if you go on there, leave on the comments, subscribe, and say, Hey, I heard you on Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie. Fred, Freddie sent me here. That's what it's all about. It's about helping each other and networking. Anyway, I've opened for Andrew quite a few times 
You could also look him up. He has a um, uh, video clips on uh, on um, online, and he did Conan a while back. Very funny comic, super funny. And uh, I've never met his co-host Johnny Beaner, but um, I do remember watching his special on Drybar. So if you want to look that up, it's um, let's see, let me see how you spell it. Um, Calvary. Let's see. Yeah, Johnny. So it's Johnny, like J-O-H-N-N-Y. And then Beaner is spelled B-E-E-H-N-E-R. And he has a funny comedy special. So when when Lizzie and I went on our little getaway to Newport Beach, California this year, um, the TV had, they didn't have cable. They had that Samsung channels, you know, the Samsung cable where it's connected to the internet. If you have a Samsung TV or Samsung phone, you know what I'm talking about. They have uh, channels that you don't regularly see on regular cable TV. It's pretty cool. So I was just scanning through and then I found uh, a channel called Dry Bar. And I've heard of Dry Bar before because uh, they produce comedy specials. And I could be wrong. It might be in regular cable TV. I just, I don't even watch cable TV. So I I could be totally wrong on it. Anyway, so we're listening to some, you know, as we're cooking or doing whatever in the Airbnb. And and, and one time I, I heard this comic on there. I'm like, whoa, this guy's very original and very funny. Very, like, I, I love his style, his jokes. And that was this guy named Johnny Beaner. Now, I looked him up on Facebook. I added him. He accepted my friend request. And, you know, I've been following him on there now since. So I've never seen him live, but he's a very funny comic. So then Andrew Slater, he tells me I have a podcast and he tells me the name. I'm like, damn, that sounds so familiar. Turns out it was the comic that we saw on Drybar. So I was like, man, this is dope. It's one of those things where it's like the universe, the way it works, you know, you know, or it's a coincidence or whatever it is. I'm like, that's pretty dope. So, yeah, check out that podcast. You come to Vegas, check out James Michael. This was a fun conversation. We talk about reviews. Uh, it's one of those where we're just having a great conversation. We always have a good conversation, James and myself. And, um, you know, James is like this buff cowboy dude. And, and he's like the sweetest, nicest guy. Super cool. So we're having a good conversation. I'm like, hey, bro, can I record this? Is this cool? We just start recording. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And we start talking about Yelp reviews and and then the conversation just goes wherever, you know? So it's a fun episode. Also, good news. I said it, uh, I post a story on Instagram. I do not have COVID. Thank God. Jesus. Got a little bit of a scare there. Uh, I'm good. Had to cancel a show uh, or cancel my set. And the show went on and it went great. <laughs> it went better without me. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it was a little bit of a scare. I, I You know, I, I, I'm... I've told you I hate the mask. I think it's stupid. I'm vaccinated too. I think a lot of shit is stupid, but I do it. I'm just playing the game. But I had a little bit of scare, man. I'll tell you, I, I was coughing, and then I kept sneezing. And it turns out, I guess it was just a regular cough after the the urgent care test and uh, and allergies. I'm COVID free. Yeah, man. So I did do a trip. I, I made a trip to El Paso, Texas, and um, I haven't really talked about it on the podcast. But about three weeks ago, 
you know, we had to put my little boy Chico down. So you've heard me talk about Chico on the podcast quite a bit. Uh, he would show up and he would uh, spray fart or uh, crop dust. <laughs> he would fart and then Ian would call it out. Uh, the guest on the podcast that would be like, man, Chico just ripped a, a huge fart, you know, and he was just the most lovable dog. Um, when we would do hangouts, we didn't really do hangouts this summer, but um, uh, maybe one or two, but he would be the life of the party, man. He would just go walking around trying to play ball with everybody, trying to get everybody to give him a treat. My my little boy Chico was a pit bull. They said it was a blue nose pit bull when I got him. And uh, it's easier to talk about it now because it's, you know, time does heal. But it was so tough, man. Uh, his back legs were given out. Uh, we went to the vet. They gave him some steroids. It helped. It did help quite a bit. But his quality of life, you know, dog lingo it just wasn't good anymore he wasn't able to get up um they diagnosed that he had cancer they sent it to the lab and my poor boy started deteriorating you know and uh we had to lizzie and i had to make the decision so anyway went to um you know put him down and it was really tough really tough tough man um he he lived almost 15 years old uh, he was almost 15 years old. He lived almost 15 years old. He lived almost to 15. Um, yeah. Oh, man. When we first got him, uh, we had another little puppy named Tootsie. And that was uh, our first puppy, Tootsie was. And she was like, they told me she was a Rottweiler, but she, she, she didn't grow that much. She was like maybe... 60 pounds 50 pounds she 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 was like a medium-sized dog anyway we got her and then like three four months later one day we're going to walmart to get dog food and there's a couple outside of walmart in a with a shopping cart and they have two little puppies and lizzie and i walk up to them we're like oh we just wanted to see them so we're like oh nice little puppy i'm like how much are they and she's like uh, the lady was like twenty dollars and I looked at Lizzie, I'm like, should we get one? And she's like, yeah. Let's and I and and I there was two of them, and somebody had grabbed this light brown puppy one. So I grabbed Chico. He was the dark brown one. And I'm like, just grab Chico. I, I handed him over to Lizzie. And I wanted to see if the other couple that was holding the other doggy, the little brother or sister, would put him um, put him down. Cause I really wanted the the light brown one. Chico was like a chocolate brown with white white paws and everything and <laughs> we always used to joke around like that at first we didn't really want chico and it was really my idea because lizzie didn't want to get uh take him home because she was like uh no we already have tootsie and you know she was just being careful you know and uh it, i'm like no let's take him and so we ended up taking him lizzie fell in love with him right away she started playing with him in the parking lot of Walmart, making him chase her. We brought him home, and Tootsie, you know, we introduced him to Tootsie, and, and he he got scared when he saw Tootsie because he was a little pup, a little pit bull, but he was little, and Tootsie was already, like, bigger than him, obviously. Um, and he kind of, like, made the, like, he, he kind of, like, bit the air in front. Like, he tried to bite her, and we got scared. We're like, oh, no, what if he hurts her, you know? 
But um, so at first we're like, oh, I don't know, we're gonna keep them. We start changing our mind. But uh, man, we just that's what happens, right? When you bring a puppy home and uh, fell in love with the puppy. And Chico and Tootsie became best friends, man. They 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 would like Tootsie was the alpha dog, and and he would make, uh, she would make him chase him. They would run around our little condo back in 2006. No, 2007. We lived in a little one bedroom condo when we first got married, Lizzie and I. And it was just uh, an awesome, awesome uh, feeling of having doggies because I didn't grow up having pets at one point i had like a gerbil and a few hamsters a bird but i don't really consider that like a pet pet you know at least for me like i mean like having a dog or or a cat you know i was never really allowed to have that so it was really cool we uh we ended up moving out of the little condo because we wanted to have a yard for them that's really what motivated us to buy a house back in 2007 at this point it was 2008 um so yeah chico and tootsie grew up together and and then uh you know i always feel happy like looking back i'm like it's the hardest thing to do when you put down a pet and i don't know if you're going through this or if you've gone through this uh but if you are and you're listening to this uh you it's something you really gotta consider is the whole quality of life and and i put it this way when when your pet has you know worse days than better days then that's when you have to consider hey am i just being selfish you know is this something good for the pet or am i just you know you know just doing it for my own reasons because i don't want to let them go and that's where you really got to determine uh look up youtube videos youtube you can find a lot of YouTube videos uh, of people that have gone through the same thing. And it's going to be comforting. It's going to be painful, but it's going to be comforting as, as far as you will know that you're doing the right thing. You're not a bad person, you know. And I'm not trying to pep talk myself like, oh, I'm, you know, that I'm, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a, saying, oh, I'm a good person. But you got to realize you're not a bad person because the first time we went through this with Tootsie, Tootsie passed away in 2013. I did an episode with Steve Simone. We had planned to go to L.A. And I had Steve Simone on the podcast. Uh, and we recorded at the Comedy Store up in uh, Mitzi Shore's office. Um, it was such an amazing experience. But we had just gone through what we went through with Tootsie. And we had a lot of guilt. We went through a lot of guilt. Thinking that we should, we did the wrong thing. And we, we loved her how could we do this to her but she she also was having you know um medical issues as far as like she couldn't breathe and they were saying that she had lung cancer so it's 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 tough it's a really tough tough decision you have to make you know but um you got to look at the good all the good times you know all the good times Ah, get it together, Freddie. All the good times that your pet gave you and that you gave your pet. And you got to really just look at it that way, you know. Man, that's tough. I thought I was going to be strong. I wasn't going to break down, but uh, that's tough, man. 
Anyway, I hope you have a good rest of the week. Sorry I haven't really posted that much. Been going through stuff, obviously, but um, we'll do more episodes on our progress. Progress, and uh, I didn't even talk about our trip to El Paso, but I'll I'll get into that on in the next episode. And uh, you know, um, like I said, if you're going through anything tough in your life, find help. Look seriously, YouTube is the shit, man. You could go to YouTube uh, and find videos on all kinds of things you know in life and especially mental health depression all kinds of stuff you have a drinking problem seek help don't just don't just stay in in a in a you know we we sometimes we we like to dig ourselves into a pit and we like to stay there and be miserable and depressed but we could definitely get out of it there's ways to get out of it you know so anyway i gotta get going here i hope you enjoyed this episode and please share it post it on your stories let everybody know thank you everybody that has been sharing the podcast chicano-ish podcast dave nunez called me up from the last episode he said he had a uh, he was just laughing how uh me and sammy uh we go back and forth and how my mom came out she was causing the ring <laughs> the ring notifications to go off and and uh yeah it was just it was just funny um the story i told on that episode about my mom beating up one of my bullies. That was a fun episode. I love doing podcasts with Sammy and Ian. I miss doing some episodes with Ian. I got to get back to that. But uh, yeah, man, everybody that has shared the podcast, uh, Chabo 101, Alyssa Harder from Bombastic Podcast, Lizzie Correa, Antisocial Butterfly Podcast, everybody that has been uh, super supportive. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, damn. I know I'm forgetting Edgar as well. Edgar's always sharing the podcast. Grumpzilla from the Flashback with the Homies podcast. We got to do a podcast soon because we got to talk about Squid Game. That was such a great show. And I don't want to do no spoilers here, but we'll definitely do a podcast with spoilers. Uh, I got to get together with my buddy, Ernesto Grumpzilla. All right, guys. I'm just going to go ahead and get this episode started for you. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Have a blessed, blessed rest of the week. Are you going to Yelp review this? Yeah, we're going to Yelp it. We're going to Yelp it. So so you never, you don't like checking out Yelp? No. No? Never have. Yeah. I've never Googled my own name. Really? You never Googled your own name? Nope. Wow. I, I Googled, the first time I Googled my name, um, my first name's Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel Korea. I freaked out. It said mem- mem- memorial for Daniel Korea. You're dead? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, who died in 9-11. Whoa! Yeah, this Colombian dude, his name was Daniel Korea. Any relation? Uh, no, no. Hmm. But it was like, you know, the internet was still pretty new. It was 2001. Sure. And I remember I Googled it. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it popped up a bunch of different memorials for him. I get he was a musician like me, and he was Latino, Colombian, and yeah, he died in the towers. So Whoa. I've had people send me like a uh, picture of the memorial because everybody's name's on the memorial mm-hmm. and they've sent me. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Damn, that's amazing, dude. I'm over here with James Michael. Yay, yay. Thanks for the invite podcast. This is Freddie Korea. We are back. We're just doing a short little uh, conversation. We were having a great conversation about yelping and shit, how somebody yelped at me, uh, put, put a picture of me and uh, said that was mean to the crowd. Right. But And so you said you never 
No, I. yourself, huh? I'm, well, I, I've never written a Yelp review ever, mm -hmm. um, and I've never Googled myself because I don't need that torment in my life. Do you ever use Yelp for like? Nope. For restaurants? No? Nope. You don't believe me? Like, no, no. I, if it tastes good, I'll go there. I don't, I've don't. i never okay. listened to a review to yeah, go see cool, something. Dude. That's cool. But no, I don't know if it's good or bad. I just, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't like what, even when I see stuff that somebody posts about being negative, I'm like, all right, then most likely I will go there just to yeah. see if it's as bad as they say it is. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's good because you don't want to hear what stupid people have to say about it. It's like a heckler. I, I see it like it's full of hecklers. Right. But but to Yelp in a comedy club to me is like, okay, you're a professional heckler. Like, what is your, your professional yeah. Yelper? All right. Have you stood on stage once in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see you do that, and then you decide what's funny to you or not. Yeah. It's yeah. a big difference, man. Damn. Yeah. Now, that's what I don't like about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a food critic. I just like what tastes good. Yeah. Or, or you know, but if somebody's slow in line, I, I don't know. I wasn't raised that way. Um, to complain. So like complain like in a restaurant if, some, if they're giving you shitty service, do you just like? Do you, are you passive on it or do you like let it go or you don't care? Or? You'd have to give me a scenario like. Okay. My food's late or okay. no? I you know I'm passive. Okay. I don't care. I don't yeah, care. like like let's say your girl's food gets it doesn't get there, and yours gets there. I'm starting to eat. You're the hell with her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll wait. I'll be a gentleman. I'll wait. But yeah. <laughs> no, but I've yeah. seen that happen before. And, yeah. You know, but the majority of people who are in the service industry, which is technically we're in the service industry. Yeah, yeah. Because we serve laughs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. sometimes they don't like what we're serving. I get it. Yeah. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'll do the best I can, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to give them a free meal afterwards or a free show. No. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I know what it is. I mean, because technically that's what we do. Yeah. We're all in the service industry. That's true. So it's, 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 it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, if you think about it, your life should be, you just, it might sound corny, but just your life in general, your whole life, if you could make it uh, where you're servicing other people. Yeah. You get so much like reward. Yeah. In return, you know, like. Right. Being good to others and just serving, like serving others, you know. I don't know. It could be as simple as opening the door for somebody. Or do it all the time. Yep. Elevator, let everybody out first. Yeah. Hold the door. What floor would you like? like yeah, yeah. Hit the button. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, exactly. I was, uh, but like even like here at the LA Comedy Club, like when I'm walking to the casino and I see trash, I'll pick it up mm -hmm. and throw the trash can. Yeah. And uh, somebody asked me, why do you do that? I said, because this is my second home. Yeah. I wouldn't leave trash in my living room. Yeah. So if I'm there and see it, then I'll put it in the trash can. Do you... um? How about reviews on, like, do you shop on Amazon? I have before. You have before? Yeah. You don't, like, have a membership? Where you no, I don't, oh, no. Okay. Is it good? Uh, yeah, oh, no, it's great to shop there. I mean, now they have groceries. Oh, so, wow. you know, it's during the pandemic, we're getting groceries delivered and shit. See, I need to do Walmart that. prices. That's cool. Yeah, so, um, but the reason I brought Amazon is because almost everything I buy is, I go to the reviews. Because I feel like I can't trust a product that doesn't have reviews. When it comes to Amazon. Yes. You know? And I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Because I've, I've seen stuff that I want to buy on uh, uh, Instagram or mm -hmm. Facebook. They'll put an ad for something, like a painting I wanted to get. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, that's beautiful. I'm going to buy it. I look at the price. Oh, it's cheap. And then I look at the reviews. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, like, it bumps go, you out. Oh, I never got it. Yeah. Or it's it's under quality. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I didn't read that. Yeah. And, and I didn't buy it. I'm like, dang. Yeah. So I don't you know if it's a good like bad 10, thing. You'd have 10 great reviews. And then sure. one of them will throw you off like, oh. Yeah. I've done that with um, with uh, eBay. Oh, like yeah, I'll yeah. look at how many uh, uh, positive comments they have, mm-hmm. and then I, I only go to ne- I go into the negative ones, and I go, all right, it didn't yeah. show up on time. It wasn't what I ordered. Yeah. And like, and like I wish I never looked at that. Damn. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to buy this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what to do. Um, I, I, you know what the, that the term ignorance is bliss. That's yeah. how I live my entire life, and that's why I'm poor. The point is, it's just I don't know what to, like if you <laughs> if, if should you not know or should you know, yeah. and just take your chance. It's gambling to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I bought um, condoms on Amazon. Okay, that's that's weird. It is. It's very weird. Because <laughs> there's a Walgreens down the street. Yeah, it's weird. I, <laughs> At least no one sees you buy them there. Yeah, yeah. why are you buy Magnums anyway? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I bought some and um and I I told my wife I'm like, hey, this is uh crazy. They have reviews. Hmm. I never thought about it. Condoms have reviews. Yeah, dude. Oh, lay it on me. Lay it on me. Not Bro. literally, but <laughs> they had reviews uh, on uh, the condoms. I'm like, what the hell? And some of them are just hilarious. Okay, I would get, enjoy that. People get creative. Like, I want to do that on an episode one day and just read some reviews. Like, <laughs> okay. it, it's so funny. And uh, oh, and here, here's something that's creepy. I'll tell you a creepy thing about me. Uh, I lately. Uh, I, I I did it. I not I haven't been doing it anymore. I did it once, but um, I had seen something that my wife had purchased. Okay, it was like lingerie or something, because you could see the orders. I clicked on it. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I I'm, I glanced at the reviews. I'm like, oh, clicked on the reviews. Nothing but pictures of girls posting, showing off the lingerie. That they just bought? Yeah. No shit. That's and they're I'm leaving thinking. a review, but with a picture of them in it. I'm like. Whoa, this is like That's a like new... That's like an OnlyFans page. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> See you tomorrow, bud. It's like I just Bye, discovered man. a new porn. Oh, we're recording... Hey, bro. Come here, Amir. We're recording a short little podcast. Do you want to say hi? Hey, podcast. I'm Amir the Miracle. Have a good night. Check hey. out his new comedy special. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you, brother. Get, have a good show tonight, buddy. Thank you, man. Right, love you, brother. Yeah, dude, so I was like... Well, like, okay, let me answer this. Mm-hmm. Did you did you see her picture on the reviews? No. Oh, that'd be badass. <laughs> oh, oh shit, bro. Uh, There's your divorce papers. Yeah, it, it's it's like it, it's like I found a loophole in in, in, in the, the like something that like it's not necessarily porn, right? But it's like oh shit, this is kind of hot. Right. No, Can you re- send me the link? Yeah, <laughs> I'll send you the link. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I never thought that would ever happen. Yeah. Like, dude, that's yeah, amazing. Dude. Yeah, so. But could you imagine scrolling to see your missus? Oh, oh my yeah. God, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. Honey, yeah. What's, what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to her? Yeah, and she got a, a bunch of thumbs up. Like, this oh. was helpful. <laughs> you know? Thank you. Size was off a little bit. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. You know, we should do that as dudes. You think Fruit of Loom have that? I know. Model uh, yeah. their underwear? Oh, and, dude. See? We That'd could be, be millionaires. Funny. We don't even know. We're sitting on a gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, after that, I typed in bikini, uh-huh. and then go to the reviews, man. You're gonna see chicks, pictures of chicks doing reviews and unbelievable. Yeah, showing ass pictures and everything. <laughs> it's like, it's like an OnlyFans, but like hidden. But free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Man, I wish I was younger. <laughs> I'm too old to care now. <laughs> I just go to the pool. 
Jeez. See what time. Uh, James, so you, you have your show. Yes, sir. Every night at 6 o'clock. I do. You've been doing this for, what, over five years now? Close to five. Close yeah. to five? Yeah. DLA Comedy Club. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Every, every night, James has a show at 6 p.m. What's the name of the show? Well, it's a redneck magic show. Nice. So, yeah. Stand up and magic. A little bit. Comedy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm funny, but. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're so humble. It de- well, it, it depends on what I've been drinking. <laughs> but to, and the crowd, too. Yeah, yeah. That's what's funny about, like, like people who come to Las Vegas, like, because you've been in this business a long time. This city will eat you alive. Yeah. It, 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 you never know what night you're going to get. Mm-hmm. It could be great. It could be bad. They could just pick you apart on yeah. stage. And you walk, like, there's been nights I've walked out of here, like, crippled. Like, and then I, I know the, the nightmares are coming when I get home to go to sleep yeah. about what happened in that show. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. And, and, and then the night before, beautiful. They loved you. Yeah. And now they, they just despise you. I'm like, dude, I don't get it. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't like. This this job is so fickle. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get. You feel like you're on top of the world. Yep. yep. This, this, yeah. But this city will pick you apart. Now I don't. I've never done L.A. I've done New York. Mm-hmm. In New York, you have to be funny fast. Oh, like yeah. it's or it's like Chicago, but Vegas. It's a it's a weird. Um, it's a weird how they are to you. Because um, you're getting people from all, all over the, of the world. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They may not speak English. Yeah, uh, yeah they may yeah. be from the midwest. They don't, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I think Vegas is the hardest city I've ever been in uh-huh. uh, for that uh, to perform in. Yeah, because at least New York is mostly new. They, you get tourists there too. Mm-hmm. The same as L.A. Yeah, but L.A. You know, when I go to a club and see, I'm like, all oh, right, they're good. I mean, well, I know the names, but right, right. But but the audience, they treat them weird too. I'm like, all right, it's just not just Vegas. Yeah, well, so, I know the comedy store is one of yeah one of the harder rooms because there's a lot of tourist traction. Yep. So you get the same thing, and it's so famous that people. Everybody yes, they go. Everybody who's on the stage has to be good. Mm-hmm. And I think when people walk into Las Vegas or New York City, they think the same thing. Okay, this is the hub of, of, of people. They have yeah. to be good at what they do. And grin, everybody who is here is like yourself and everybody else who I work with. They're all pros. It's just hard uh, when you walk up, and I feel like an amateur. I'm like, yeah. whoa, yeah. what happened to me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I've seen you grind it out here many times, man. Yeah, man. And we all do. Yeah, I, and that's one thing I love about you too. You always, you always stick around after your show and watch the comics. No, I have to. I have to learn. Out, I have to know. learn because uh, this is a job that you never stop learning. You never stop. There, there is, there's so many people who are so much better than you are. Yeah. And in my entire career, when I grew up on a cruise ships, I did 20 years there. Uh, the older guys, I was the youngest guy by 15 years, and I always watched those guys go on stage, and I just watched what they did, and they were so nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, okay, this is what you did wrong, try this, wear this, say this, and I'm like, that's, and I, you know, did it on there, and then when I got here, it's like I went back in time to back mm-hmm. when I just started again, because yeah. Vegas is not like ships. Yeah. So I started the beginning again, and all you guys taught me stuff. So. I, I always heard that Vegas is like the opposite of a cruise. Yes. Because it's like, it's people from all over the world, mm-hmm. except you can be dirty. Yes, you can be dirty here, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. yeah. Ships have to be clean. You have to yeah. be clean, You right? have to be clean. And um, it's it's not even about being clean, like, language-wise. Yeah. It's being clean on uh, your, your subjects. Yeah. So a lot of subjects that I see a lot of comics do, that, which are clean, would not work on ships because it's too controversial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're hitting religion, yeah. politics, uh-huh. um, stuff that people make, they feel uneasy about. Yeah. 
So it, and that's why when I was on ships, I remember a lot of comics doing um, joke jokes. Mm-hmm. And I used to go, that's weird. This guy's mm. a pro. Why is he doing a joke joke? Mm. Because it works. Yeah. And the, everybody laughs at the joke. Uh-huh. And I go, okay. Yeah. But then everybody gives them hell for being like a hack. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a boat weird. hack. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. Mm. But yeah. they're playing safe. Right. And I get it. I and get the it. Game paid. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, but like even I, I'll do sh- I'll do jokes on stage that are really uh, cheesy. Yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes they get groans. They'll get groans here on mm. ships. They get laughs. Mm-hmm. But you're, oh, no, it was yeah. lame. Yeah. And I go, you're welcome. Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody taught me once when I was younger that uh, if you can get a reaction out of somebody, whether it's a laugh, a groan, or a boo, uh-huh. you did your job. Yeah. You got a reaction from that yeah. person. Yeah. So don't take a boo or a groan bad because you got something from them. Yeah. They reacted to you. They're listening. Yeah, they're listening to you. Exactly right. Yeah. And also silence, especially uh, being a magician, because uh, I've always tried to chase the laugh. But silence is not bad because mm-hmm. if it's dead silent, they're, they're listening to all the words out of your mouth. Yeah. So that's a good thing too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 So I, you have to take the good with the bad. Yeah, yeah. It's it just, I get scared. Yeah, me When too. I get scared, I, I speed up. <laughs> Do you get scared before you go on stage? Every time. Every time. Every time. Um, another comic uh, told me, uh, if you don't have nerves before you go on stage, that's when you should quit because you don't have, you don't feel it anymore. You don't, you have to have that feeling to walk out on stage. Um, So every time I walk out, I still have butterflies because I don't know until the first 30 seconds and then I can get my rhythm going and then I'm fine. But he says people who don't walk out with any kind of nerves and no, you're dead to the, you're dead to the art. You know, Joey Diaz is. Yes. I opened for him right before the pandemic hit at uh, Treasure Island. Oh, nice. That big theater, biggest show I've ever done. Sure. I was nervous as fuck. You should be. Panic attack. Mm-hmm. Then I see Joe in, comes into the green room. They relax me. Why? Because he had this confidence. He's so calm and everything. Yeah, sure. The next day on the podcast, he tells a story that he was walking on his, 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 his floor where he was staying. He was walking from one end to the other, going down the stairs, going to the other end, uh-huh. just trying to get rid of the nerves. <laughs> oh, wow. He had a panic. He's like, I was having an anxiety attack. No, he knows. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if he gets it, then I, I'm okay then. Every, I think everybody gets it. I mean, yeah. you have to be somewhat scared in this business. Yeah. If you're not, you're, you're, you're a psychopath. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This, or this, delusional or something. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because anybody who wants to get on stage in front of a group of people they've never met in their entire life and try to entertain them for an hour, it's, yeah. it's, it's insane. Who would want that job? Yeah. I think Harvard did a study once that said uh, 89% of people would rather be in the coffin than the one who delivers a eulogy. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, deliberately, usually, I'll get Tough. up and talk, yeah. but, but most people would rather not speak yeah. in front of people. And I get it. It's like um, weddings or, or eulogies. Like when you see someone, us as performers, um, mostly in weddings, when I see people go up and do the whole... Uh, cheers or whatever. To oh, the, the best man speeches. Yeah, 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 those yeah, yeah. speeches. I've done many of them. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you as a performer, when you see the people like not holding the mic close enough. Oh, you want it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you start noticing you're like, oh, look at this person. They do not know how to talk. No, to people. no. no. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's it, of course you can't see me, but they, there's two kinds of mic holders like this uh-huh. or on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. There's like two. Oh, there's always two. Here's my favorite one. 
the one that's talking with his hands and the mic keeps going away hey, hey, dude, easy. from the mouth. Yeah. Use one hand to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's weird too because I use a headset. Yeah. So um, I always wanted to see what you comics would do if you had to use a headset. Oh, yeah. Because now you're not holding shit. So yeah. you have to, like, you got to use your hands. There's some and comics that they went and did that, like uh, Christopher Titus. Okay. It was like a one-man show type of thing. Nice. But I've always wondered, like, how do you do that? Like, Richard Jenny has a special like that. Well, yeah, he did. And, and then, uh, yeah, no, no mic, just yep. a headset. It's it's weird. Yeah. But I was I was I was born into that because yeah. obviously a magician I have to use my hands, yeah. so I always had a headset. But when I have to use a microphone, I look clownish because I don't know how to hold oh. and talk. Yeah, it's weird. You it, think you don't. Yeah, right. But you feel if, that way, but you know. <laughs> no, yeah, but like if I'm hosting like a uh, like a wedding or I'm yeah. doing a best man speech, I got that. And yeah, stuff. and I know how to do mic control. Yeah, pull the mic away from my mouth. Yeah, when I'm yeah. Uh -huh. But, but you're exactly right. You can always tell when somebody's brand new. Yeah, holding a microphone. Yeah, and it's cute to me. I'm like, oh, I want to tell them. Yeah, Just hold your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know which one bothers me is the cordless mics. Oh, like see, that's the, weird. You, you have, have to, to hold it; it's cordless. Yeah. Okay. Why does that bother you? Because do you I, use a cord for something? I feel like the cord anchors you to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical. Yeah, I don't dude. know what it is. Dude. No, I know exactly what you mean. I feel like this is it's not. I don't know. I used to work with a guy who does a bit with the cord. He uses it, mm. and then I saw him do on stage with a wireless, and he couldn't do the bit. He didn't know how to go into the bit because yeah. he couldn't use the cord. Yeah. To, yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, he needed the cord. Yeah, to do like a yo-yo bit with the cord. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. You're, yeah, you're done. Yeah, you, that yeah, bit's dump gone. It. Dump it. You can't do it. Yep, and then he, I saw him pitch into it, and I go, oh, you're going to abort. <laughs> it, and it was funny how I watched it. I'm like, okay. And yeah. some, I saw a guy do a baptism bit or oh, a yeah. church bit with, yeah. the, with the thing, and he had to dump it too. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, those guys that can't do... Uh, they can't perform without a stool. They can't fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> no, do you know that's funny too? I've always noticed that because there's always fuck every comedy club always has a stool and yeah. a table. Uh -huh. But I, I, there's every comic I used to see used to sit on the stool. Yeah. You stand, I stand. I never yeah. actually use a stool. Yeah. But I, it's not that I don't want to. I just I never sit down to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I is that a is that a crutch in comedy or I think there's there's a lot of people I've heard different opinions from that. Like some some comics say it's like. If if you if you're not killing, it's pretentious, and then I feel pretentious when oh, I sit down. Oh, pretentious you sit. Or do you think if you sit down, it lets the audience know that you're comfortable that too. enough to sit down? Then I heard some comments yeah. saying it shows them that I'm comfortable. Yeah. Hey, I'm just gonna talk to you guys. Mm -hmm. You're cool. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird. Uh... Yeah. So like, that's something interesting to me about that. Hello. What's up, Andrew? How you doing, brother? What's up, Carlos? Good. Good. We're just doing a little quick podcast. We got Andrew Slater, the oh. headliner, just walked in. Hell yeah! What's up? This guy crushes. Yeah, We're man. We're on the podcast. And Andrew has his podcast. I just started listening to it. That's right, the With Cavalry. Jo That's Johnny right. Beaner. Yeah. Johnny Beaner, the man. So, uh, they have a great premise. They 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 talk, and then they, they you bring the bit, right? You bring like a bit. Yeah, we like bring like a, something you need backup on. Mm. So. Oh, something. So it's not and It could be any topic. Doesn't have to be a bit, but just something where you find yourself getting people disagreeing with you a lot or any yeah. opinion you have that no one we try to back each other up okay stuff like that so. okay that's well, dope maybe you can elaborate we were talking about uh Rude. sitting on a stool okay. on the stage yeah, yeah. do you prefer the stool or stand oh okay this is see this is great i prefer to stand me too but uh you know the stool what cracks me up is when guys use the stool 
and they're doing like five minutes. Oh, ha! and it's like yeah, you just say yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, this oh, is oh, you're that comfortable? Okay. Yeah. Well, and it's Put like, your feet up. When you're that tired, yeah, like, it's five minutes. Yeah. You can stand up for five minutes. Oh, sit yeah. down comedy. That's cool. Sit down uh-huh. comedy. Yeah, <laughs> five minute a guest yeah. spot or just Doesn't hosting. Doesn't mean like Cosby would do like. Oh, he does it. Yeah. Two hours yeah. of sitting down. Yeah. But he's like an old guy, and he's two hours. Yeah. I'd get a lazy boy at that point, not a stool. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes he would feed himself, he got confused, so he had to sit down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny. But but you as a headliner, what did you sit on the stool? I just don't think so. Just not my style. Not your you style, know? Right? Uh, yeah. I'm just I think it's interesting because it's you're putting like a different kind of energy out yeah. there. Do you think the audience looks go, Oh, he's comfortable? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it conveys I'm comfortable. Oh, no, I'm okay guys. with yeah. pauses. Yeah. I'm okay with this slowing down for a second. Yeah. It is it is like it's a signal. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz you think the nervous guy is is yes. moving a lot. He's very like loud. He's like I'm going to lose him in any second so mm. I have to keep mm-hmm. That's me. But I pace <laughs> but that's me too. I don't I don't like I I talk fast because me I might, too. I better get to the next joke because what if they don't what if that one didn't work? I need to get to the next but one. But what I think, when I look at the emotion, uh, creates emotion. So yeah. I'm always pacing. So they're right. always watching. And it's keeping the energy up. Yeah, like, oh, right. you don't know where it's going. Yeah. yeah. But then, and you're acknowledging everybody in the audience. Like, like when you guys are on stage, do you guys look at the crowd? I look yeah. at everybody. Uh-huh. I yeah. try to, like, I try to make sure. Someone told me once, you, you like, you should always, like, be doing your act to one person in the crowd and the best thing to do is like deliver the premise to the setup to someone here mm-hmm. and then turn and give the punchline to someone over here yep and Smart. like it keeps the room kind of glued together oh right. wow that's interesting that's i can't remember cool. who said that um, cool. or even like simple tags like you know yeah you like this yeah you know brother or if something yeah. happened earlier in the show then you go well of course you can yeah, because it, if it somehow hooks in, that's mm. always a good way to like. That's yeah. smart. That's yeah. very smart. Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. It's always great when you have that cheerleader too, where they're not heckling, but they're like laughing at the punchlines, and then it makes people want to laugh more. Like it's contagious. Sure. Or something, laughter know? is contagious. Yeah. Laughter. Uh, laughter yeah. breeds laughter. Like if it's a family member, it's laughing at your jokes. You know, like like that cheerleader, the the leader of the pack. That's. Sure. Making sure everybody's laughing. Yeah. You but they're not heckling. Lot. No, 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 no. I mean, there, there's so many different levels of yeah. hecklers. Yeah. Like, and you, the thing is, the older you get in this business, you learn which one is not trying to hurt you. They're just playing along with you. Oh, those. But I, yeah. Trying to help hecklers. Yeah. Mm. And, and you, okay, yeah. should I address this or should I just let it go? Right. I usually just let it go. I just keep talking. But yeah. Right, right. That's but true. I've seen so many people make the the wrong choice in delivering a line to come back to them and then they lose them. They lose the crowd because it's nobody too else heard that. Right. They don't. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why I was. Hey, what'd you say? And that, then repeat it again. It gives me a second right. to figure the line and it gives the audience a chance to hear what they had to say. That's so true. The com- if you're ever gonna do crowd work. I learned that too a while ago. It's like exactly what you said. They, they'll go, oh, I've been married for six years. You go, okay, so you've been married for six years. And that way everyone yep. heard what they said. Yeah, repeat with exactly what they said. Yeah, mm. and it's funny when I edit these videos sometimes of my stand-up, I'm like, this probably seems stupid to someone watching this. Why does this guy just repeat everything that the person just said to him? But I mean, there's a purpose to it. Yeah, right? absolute purpose. Yeah. And also it can work in our favor too, because I've had people yell stuff at me and I repeat something completely incoherent. 
because they the audience didn't hear it. I said, yeah. I was like, okay, and I just make up what I, they just said. They didn't right. say that, and then I go, and then I come back with another line. I go, eh, oh wow, that's eh. interesting. Yeah, I've been to public school, or something <laughs> yeah. like you know, because yeah. the audience didn't hear what they yeah, said. Yeah, I just changed. You it. lied. You just I did lie. I lied to the audience. My bad. <laughs> I have a, a premise where I go. I, for a while there, I, this this thing about doctors, and then I'd say, does anybody have like something bothering them right now? You know, and I used to actually wait for an answer. Uh huh. Wow. But then people would, whatever that is about the question, that invites joke answers. So I get joke answers, and I well, not what I need because I'm just trying to get to my punchline. Mm. Okay. So what, instead, what I do, so I'm doing a guess spot just to basically take the bullet for this proposal. Oh, okay. So, it's a fake guest spot. Yeah. Fake guest spot. I've never heard that term. I'm, so the proposal's <laughs> happening? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So it's like I'm doing a guest spot, come up regular, and then last for couples or something. We're going to figure out. <laughs> Do you mean to bring your... I, I believe I you. fucking don't know why. All right, brother. Thank I, you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Thank buddy. you, brother. Thanks for you the podcast. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I never we got, don't want anyone else to we do it. We got to do it more often. That was cool. Well, he's been talking to me on text. So I have all this information. Okay, okay.